0: You're listening to the Build From Here podcast, a podcast for the hunter and sporting dog enthusiast alike. Join your host, Joshua Parvin, as he interviews retriever owners and discusses the trials and triumphs that lead to a great gun dog. Build From Here is presented by Cornerstone Gundog Academy, online resources to help you train your retriever. Now, your host, Joshua Parvin. Welcome to episode number 29 of the Build From Here podcast. In this episode, I'm going solo. This is going to be a coaching session, and I've got a fantastic topic to discuss with you, and I think it's going to make a huge difference for you. In fact, I'll go as far as to say, if you can grasp this concept that I'm going to talk about, it will allow you to excel and propel through the training with much more smoothness than you may without, meaning uh, it's going to help you not get stuck. And that's what happens to a lot of people is they get stuck. But if you think about your journey, if you're listening to this podcast, odds are you either have a dog or you're interested in training your own dog or getting a dog. I mean, we talk about the trials and triumphs that really retriever owners go through and they're real. It's a real experience, but uh, one thing to consider is you know overcoming those challenges and being able to recognize whether your dog's having an off day or if you're in a rut, which happens you know quite often as you're on the journey of training your dog. And so, one thing that we talk about at Cornerstone a, a decent amount are really the four phases that you go through as a handler. Now. Don't get that confused with the four phases that a dog goes through, but this is the four phases that you go through. And, you know, one of the most important components to having success here is really you, yourself, if you're going to be training your dog because you've got to get out and put the work in. So uh, if you can understand four phases, and anybody can, because I think the minute I mention them here, it's going to make a lot of sense. Honestly, this may be a light bulb moment for a lot of people that that are hearing this. And hopefully so for you. Uh but there are four different phases. And the first phase is something that if you really think back to, you'll you'll kind of probably, you know, remember this pretty vividly, honestly. It's actually why you maybe have decided to get a dog, or maybe why you decided to get a dog, and now why you have a dog <laughs> or more than one dog. Uh it's the dream. It's the dream phase. And that's the everybody goes to this. This is what inspires you to embark on this journey of training your own dog or of having a duck dog, a dog that you can have with you when you hunt and having a companion, uh, for me and for my dad, for both of us, when we got into, uh, waterfowl, actually it traces back to our very first waterfowl hunt. I think for a lot of people, it may not necessarily be their first hunt, but this was our first waterfowl hunt, you know. In in the olden days, we were deer hunters, but and we still do deer hunt. We love to deer hunt, but waterfowl is kind of a big deal for us, obviously for the dogs. But for our first ever waterfowl hunt, there was this dog and handler that were there, and of course we're we're terrible shots. So, and all the people with us were new to this waterfowl hunting, and honestly, don't waterfowl hunt a lot. So. Uh, but we were in a place where the ducks wanted to be and we were just, uh, we were having a blast. We were just blasting away, you know, birds were coming in (laughs) and birds were going out (laughs) uh, and a couple of birds were dropping here and there. But needless to say that dog probably wasn't too happy with us because the area we were hunting, it was a big field and low cut. I mean, so like you could see all the way across and we're talking, it was, it was a good three, 400 yards all the way across. And you could see all the way, like you would see this bird get hit. And then there it goes. It starts sailing for the corner. They all went into about the, the same area when they were hit. But they would just sail way in. Like I, I'm, I'm, this dog honestly could have marked these birds where it was going. And some of these were blinds too. But this dog went and picked up every single bird we hit, whether it was in the decoys or if it was 400 yards across, all the way to where the levee was, and basically even, I think it even did a couple where it was kind of pushing on up over the levee, where it was just kind of going off the scent where the the bird had tried to escape, and that was an inspirational day for us, that was the moment we're like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever, you know, from from a deer hunter's background, you know, it's a quiet sport, you know, you have to be still, um, you don't get to talk a lot. But from this experience, we're like, wow, we're having a good time. We're shooting a lot. I mean, if you, if you shoot when you're deer hunting, that's a good thing. That means everything kind of worked out here. It's, you're going to get to shoot a lot. And the, the camaraderie was great, but the dog was spectacular. It was really cool. And it was just one of those moments where we're like, wow, I cannot believe a dog will we'll do that. I mean, our whole ride home, we were fired up. It was, it wasn't too far of a drive. It was probably six hours. And we were, we, I don't know if we stopped talking the whole time and we stopped talking. We were talking about things that we're going to do, things we're going to get. What are we going to, we got to get a dog. We, we, we got to make sure we, we can hunt. We got to figure out you know areas to hunt around our house. And maybe we need to plan a couple other trips. Maybe, maybe we need to come back up here. But the dog was kind of one of those things that We both wanted, and it was you know pretty pretty cool. I mean, frankly, I mean, if you're going to be hunting, we we had to have a dog. We didn't want to be out there running after the ducks, so we. That's kind of what inspired us. That's the dream phase, right? So maybe your story's different. Uh, Maybe you know you see our photos or our videos, or maybe you hear of our members or see some of their stories on how they're being successful with their dog, or maybe you are a member. And you see other people in our Facebook group posted, and their dogs are doing well, and that's inspiring you to continue on. Whatever it may be, if you think back to the root of what got you into this, because uh, every, you know wherever you're at, something inspired you and kind of got you excited. So whatever that may be, think back to that moment right now, and just kind of remember that, because the next... Three phases of learning. This are really the next two. The next two are pretty much the most crucial. It's what happens in the next two that's going to make the difference in whether you get to the, uh, say, phases of learning. The next four phases that you'll go through as a handler, not phases of learning. But uh, the next four phases you'll go through as a handler, they're the most crucial. The next two are specifically. That'll get you to that final, which is very important. And that dream is what pulls you in, right? Well, you get in, maybe you get a dog, and... The minute I say this, I think you know if you're there, you're going to know it, or if you've been there, you're going to probably chuckle a little wherever you're at, but it's things are going great. You get your dog. Honestly, the first phase of part of training goes pretty simple. The obedience generally will go pretty well, but pretty quickly and at some point, um, you start to probably question <laughs> your decision. Oh my gosh, this is so much harder than I thought it would be, or my dog is not doing anything right. Whenever you hit that spot, and sometimes it's early on, but a lot of times it's around five or six months old, and that dog will start you know, disobeying, and that's the distress phase. You immediately hit, basically, it it, it hits you pretty hard. You're like, oh gosh, we're, this is it. I don't know what we're gonna do. I mean, things were going so well now, now it's not. Or you know, maybe it was early on for you. Maybe you hit it pretty quick. You're like, I don't, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and That's where things tend to go south for a lot of people because if you maybe if it happened a little bit later in the training, all of a sudden you hit this spot where you hit this big sticky point. You're like, oh, I I don't know. And you start trying other ideas and jumping ship on what you are currently doing and trying to just basically I, I my dad likes to call it a knee jerk reaction. I would agree you're knee jerking. You're trying to do anything to solve your problem as quick as you can. And that's the distress phase. And that's, if you start doing that, that's, that's where you start to go wrong. That's where you start to go off track. And I got to tell you, if you go that route, that's not going to end up well for you, And Maybe you've already been there. Honestly, what that ends up looking like is you do that and then things fall apart. It gets into a wreck. And then you finally find your way eventually. For some, it's quicker. For some, it's not you finally maybe find your way, or you end up settling. Honestly, most of the time when you, you go down that road, most of the times it's, it, it it all comes down to ending up settling for less than what your original dream was. And I got to tell you, <laughs> I'm not about that. Um, and, and at Cornerstone, we're pretty, yeah, what's the best word, dedicated, uh, driven to achieve something that we're proud of. And that's kind of what we talk about a lot. Like we want you to not, you know, no one wants to settle for a dog that's less than, I mean, does that sound fun? Like, you know, I'm going to go get me a dog that I'm going to end up settling on. You know, it's it's just going to be, it's going to be a good dog. I'm going to have to settle on you know, It's going to have its quirks. You know, that's kind of the way maybe someone would put it. And I, I mean, I don't think I, I, I don't think that sounds fun. Like no one sets out to do that. No one sets out to just say, Hey, I'm going to go get a dog that I have to settle on. No, you set out to have a dog because you're excited about it. You're, you're thinking, man, this is going to be the coolest thing ever. But then you hit that brick wall and then things go crazy. And it's honestly, it can get to the point where you don't know which way is up and down. Now, Fortunately, these, the four things I'm telling you here, if you recognize where you're at, you can actually make some good decisions. One of the biggest things I see people make, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make is when things go south, they begin to get frustrated. And I got to tell you, frustration will cloud your judgment. Oh, it will cloud it very quickly. And then the decisions you make will not be good decisions. They won't be the right decisions. And then before you know it, you have dug a hole and you don't know how to get out. So. That's why understanding, that's why I wanted to to share for this coaching session specifically is you've got to be able to recognize, I, I know you recognize the dream and it's easy to recognize distress, but in, in some ways, a lot of times it's actually a little subtle when you get into the distress, you, you're thinking, okay, I've just got a little problem and then it starts compounding, but you need to be able to recognize when you're hitting distress because the next move you make is going to make the difference between whether you end up going further down the path and just getting more and more lost, or it's going to make the difference between if you overcome and you find success. And I've got to tell you, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, the biggest key for success is hard work and dedication and commitment and consistency. Um, there's no magic quick fix and that's what happens, right? You start grabbing cause you think, Oh, this is just a simple problem. Maybe I'm doing something wrong And you start grabbing for like a quick solution. You can't, I mean, sometimes there's quick solutions, but your best solution is hard work. Now, I got to tell you, if you're doing the wrong thing, well, that's not going to work either. So it is important that you do the right things in the right order, which is why obviously we have our courses so that you can do the right things in the right order. But the uh, the key component for success there is the hard work and dedication to push through because it doesn't matter if you have the course, you're still going to hit distress. You can buy our course, you can work straight through it. But- everything's not going to be rosy because that's not the way it works. You're going to have to go through that distress. You're going to have to go through it. But the biggest thing is the next step you take, right? So don't take the step of knee jerking. Take the step of hard work, dedication. Make sure you're doing the right things. And then the next move is pretty simple. This is specifically about you, not the dog. This is development. This is the development phase. And this is actually what I, I, a better word is the get it done. <laughs> you got to get out there and get it done. You're right. You know how a second ago I said, there's really no you know, magic sauce to fix in this. There's no like secret recipe. I mean, there's the, there's the key to do the things in the right order. But the biggest thing is if, if you've got that worked out, which if you're using our course, you got it worked out. I'm not worried about that. The biggest thing is that hard work that you put in and then getting out there and get it done. Um, so I'm now a father. My baby girl is probably, she's just about, she's a little over three months now. So we're getting, everything's fine. This is, it's pretty exciting, but she, she can't obviously stand yet or walk yet because she's not old enough, doesn't know how, but she loves to start to use her legs and she'll start kicking around and, and have some fun. And so I'll pick her up and then she'll look at me, she'll smile and then, if I pick her up and I'll, like, stand her up, she, she'll stand up, but she can't do it on her own completely. Because um, if I just let her go, she'll fall over. But when I pick her up, she'll basically, I can, like, on the kitchen table, I can stand, like, sit there and, like, hold on to her, and she can stand up, and, like, I'm keeping her stable. You know, she's trying to she's trying to figure out how to use her legs. And so she's working out those muscles, and she's just having a fun time, but it's really, it's really exciting and cool. Well, honestly, that's kind of the same way – it is as you start to develop yourself in the development phase, as you work through the distress and you stay true to the path that you're on, but you put in that hard work, you're working out a muscle and it's going to feel shaky. So if things are feeling shaky, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's not working out. That just means you're building that muscle memory. And so the, the more you work on it, the better you're going to get. And the more you invest, the better your dog's going to get. And the more confident you're going to get. And so as you develop eventually, so Mercy is my daughter's name, eventually she's going to be able to walk and do all those things. But right now, she's not old enough. She's working on developing it, and she does every day. Every day we'll pick her up, we'll stand her up, and she'll just have so much fun, and then she'll move around and do her thing. So the biggest thing on the route I'm telling you that story is, is like when you, just because you make that decision to go in development, that's my hard work so crucial here, because the minute you go in doesn't mean you're distressed actually goes away. You can still work through these issues for a little bit for a while. It may take you a good while to work through one of the issues that you're facing. But it and it may feel uncertain. It may feel like you're unstable as you're working through it. But if you're following the path to success, proven path to success, you'll be just fine. You just gotta keep with it. You just got to keep putting in the work. Um, and then eventually you will get to where you want to go, the fourth phase, which is really it's, it's the dream phase again, but it's actually the dream fulfilled. So if you commit to developing yourself and you commit to putting in work, you're well on your way and you will eventually have that dream fulfilled. Now, I got to tell you this, the four phases will be a repeat cycle until you fully finish training your dog, until you get it fully trained. And then after that, you got to finish it out through just loads of repetition and work. But This is a reoccurring cycle. So it's not, I mean, it is a general cycle. The whole entire dog training journey can be summed up in that cycle as far as it relates to you as a handler. But you've got to realize it's a, I don't know if you've ever seen anywhere on someone post or seen it anywhere where there's this like diagram of this like journey of training a dog and you think it's going to be a straight line, but there's like all these ridges and valleys and all this chaos in between. Well, that's because the dream phases, are, excuse me, the four phases you go through as a handler are a reoccurring cycle, meaning you will have some days that are fantastic, and then you're going to have some days that are not fantastic. So you have to recognize on a daily basis when you're out there training, are you either in distress, or are you in development, are you in the dream fulfilled phase? Um, and honestly, that's the way it goes. So you, you, find a, you find, run into a sticky point, you run into a problem you realize you're in distress and you say, okay, well, we got to stay committed here. We got to keep our head down. We got to put in the work and you do it and you develop. It feels uneasy. You're not sure about it. You're not confident in yourself yet. Maybe it's your first time and that's normal. You know, um, you just keep pushing like pro trainers that are out there training every day. They go through this too. Um, if they don't go through this or they say they're not, well, they are, everybody's going to go through those points because every dog's different. Uh, but they're going through this too. But the big thing is, for someone that's trained lots of dogs versus someone that's not trained one, is, well, the person that's trained a lot, honestly, has a lot more confidence because they know, okay, we can get through this distress. So the distress doesn't isn't that big a problem. And i got to tell you, the biggest key is get past that distress ASAP and get on to working on it. Get out there and keep putting in the work. Don't let it stop you. Just stay determined and say, we're not going to let this stop us. We're going to keep going until... We get success. And then, boom, you have conquered a skill. And whether it's obedience, um, whether it is teaching your dog to retrieve, whether it's whistle-stop, I know a lot of people have trouble with whistle-stop. Maybe you run into a big problem there. You got to get out there. And then, boom, you overcome that. Then maybe you move on and maybe your dog wants a cigar hold and you got a whole process, you got to work through that. Well, then, you know, one day you're happy. Yeah, my dog's whistle-stopping now. The next day you're out there trying to work on this and now your dog's not retrieving, right? You're like, man. This is not good. So you you see what I'm saying? It's actually a reoccurring cycle. Through every bit of training you go, every new skill you introduce, there's the potential for this cycle to reoccur. Now, sometimes it's a short cycle and you get through it quick. Sometimes it's a longer cycle. But the quickest way to make it a shorter cycle is to keep putting in work and then get out there. And then so let's just recap those phases. you got the dream phase. That's why you're in. Don't forget that, by the way. Um, if you lose sight of that original dream or you start to think about settling, well, you're just, that's not a winning mentality. You can't have that mentality if you want to get there. So go ahead and just put that out now. You got the dream phase, hold on to it, say, this is where we're going. We're going to get there no matter what, however long it takes us, whatever. We're going to get there. You got the distress phase. Once you start realizing things aren't going well, okay, I'm in the distress phase what do I do now? Well, I go back to doing the fundamentals here and keep putting in work until my dog gets it right. And then celebrate every single win along the way. Every time you start to get better and better, as you develop, you will gain more confidence. And then finally, once you work through that problem, boom, you're in the dream fulfilled stage, or at least for that skill that you worked on that you had trouble with. And you stack that up over probably, you know, a good year, year and a half, two years of training, you're going to have a dog that anyone would be proud to have. And honestly, all that matters is that you're proud to have that dog. And you can take that dog, you, you know, you can take that dog anywhere you go and you're confident. And that's what you, that's the place you want to get to, assuming that's what you're going for. But, uh, or at least that's what we're, we're after here. We're after people that want to make their dogs what they want it to be. And they want to be proud of it. So if you can get that, if you can get that concept and realize where you're at, I think you can make, clearer decisions because the distress phase has a a strange way of really making people make some bad decisions (laughs) and getting them all confused because you start again it's like you're in a forest and you like realize i don't know where i'm at and i don't know where i came from You, you gotta recognize it quick the quicker you can recognize it the better off you are and if you do that and you keep putting in the hard work you're gonna you're gonna have a stand a pretty good chance right because training can be hard There's going to be tough days, but it is worth it when you keep putting in that work and then you see the results. And that is really the formula for it. Just recognize it. And if you do, honestly, that honestly takes off a ton of the pressure and a ton of the frustration when you realize where you're at in the process. And if you're in development, you realize, okay, we're well on our way to where we need to be. And before you know it, you overcome those problems and then you move on to the next and you overcome them and you celebrate the wins along the way. And I say that a lot, right? So we got the four phases, but the last little tip here, celebrate wins, celebrate even small wins. If you, if you compare your dog, like, and that's the reason the distress phase is so hard is when you hit that, you realize there's such a gap, a large gap between your original dream and where you're currently at at this moment that it honestly feels like, I don't know if we'll ever close that gap. But if you think like that and you feel that way and you don't focus in on the details in front of you, well, yeah, of course you'll, It'll be hard to overcome that, but if you if you forget that and you say, okay, the the key to success here is move on and put in work and develop myself. And what I mean by that is you got to develop yourself to make confidence. I was talking to a member, and they were struggling in one area. They're uh, specifically delivery. They they weren't confident. You know, they're they're saying fetch, but their dog's not really listening. And you know, uh, they sent me a, a short video. I looked at it. And honestly, things were looking really good for the most part, but there was a lack of confidence in certain areas. And then the other thing was that there was no correction going on when the dog was making a mistake. I was like, well, you just need to make a simple correction right here. And it doesn't have to be anything overbearing, just a simple correction because you're communicating to your dog. If you don't communicate, your dog doesn't know what it needs to do. So he did that. And then he sent me another video a little while later. I'm like, man. Things are looking good. He was way more confident. His dog was responding better. His dog was happier. He was happier, and things are moving in the right direction. And that's literally just the, the simplicity of being in distress versus developing, right? He was working on it, and that's the big thing. He wasn't going to quit, but he was getting a little unsure, so he made those switches. And I see it all the time in our, in our members group. You'll see someone, a problem comes up, boom, they hit distress, And then they make a post about it. And then you see people go in there and encourage them and remind them, Hey, keep doing it. You keep following that video, the specific thing you're working through or that week of training. Here's what, you know, I did, I did this in this specific week and we just kept at it. And all of a sudden, wow, it started to work. And you know, I see that all the time too. So it's, you know, it's something that everybody goes through. It's part of the journey. And if you can recognize the four phases as you go through, I think you'll be feeling a lot better about it and you'll make clearer decisions. So um, that is, This coaching session, recognize the phases and honestly move through them as fast as you can, get to developing yourself and put in the work and learn. That's that's the biggest thing. Invest in yourself, learn what you're doing and go out there and do it because you can watch and read all you want, but you got to also get out there and do. That's the biggest thing is action, hard work. That's going to help you get to where you want to go. And as always, Bill from here, we will talk to you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Build From Here podcast. To learn more about retriever training or our podcast, visit cornerstonegundogacademy.com slash podcast.